there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Loring, our folklore podcast, where we tell you the history of different legends, lore, sightings, and other things from all around the globe. <sighs> Always shaking it up on me. It's like, what I've written means nothing. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We are, for you guys, it has been a minute since you have heard us. But for us, it has been 20, because... I got some trips planned, and we were doing some pre-recording all in one day, because YOLO, right? I don't think the kids still say that. I mean, you know, know. as we discussed last episode, we're old as fuck now, so. Yeah, that's fair. We're getting up there. We're we're with age now, so we're, like, trying to stay hip, but it's not working too well. Not to, like, beat a dead horse, but I realize I am now the age my parents were when they had me oh and that's disgusting (laughs) i don't know i think my mom was like 19 when she had me so i i passed that your way past that yeah (laughs) anyway not to not to have the same discussion as last (laughs) episode (laughs) maybe that's why i don't feel as old i already passed i passed that (laughs) i remember my mom was always like you were She's like, you weren't planned, but I am so happy I had you and I don't regret anything and I would do it all over again. But take your time if you want to have kids. (laughs) Don't take too much time, but take some time. And I was like, okay, thanks, mom. (laughs) So bless bless her. Bless her so much for that. Um, Anyway, speaking of blessings, what's your luring thing this, this week? Your other alluring um, thing. <laughs> yeah, so I recently, so I've been, I use this app called Letterbox, which is like how I keep track of the movies I watched this year. Oh, or just in general. It's like a movie tracker, social media thing. I don't know. But anyway, I finally was like, you know what? I use this app more than anything else on my phone. Let me pay for the premium version of it. So I did, and they have a cool thing that's like your movie stats for the year. And I've watched 36 and a half hours of movies at the movie theater this year, which seems like a lot. Right. And that's only at the theater. That doesn't include home ones. Man. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. Movies. 
You get like little achievements and stuff too. I don't. Well, maybe I don't know. I just signed up for it yesterday, but I thought that was. I was. I almost have a. I'm one movie away from a full work week of movies. Oh, that's fun. See, I have something that I really I think would be a good gift for you, and then one of my couple friends. But I have to like find one I like. It's like a. It's a movie poster. And you scratch mm-hmm. off the movies you've seen already. Oh, that's cool. And I think it's so cool. And, like, the thing is I want to find it in an art style that matches the yeah. aesthetics of the people I'm going for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can't get yourself. I don't feel like you would get yourself something like that. So I don't care telling you now. And I know you'll probably forget by the time I, of the holidays. season. will forget. <laughs> so I can passively bring it yeah. up now and be completely <laughs> safe. <laughs> and then in December, I'll be like, oh, You're I like, remember that. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how I work. It's my, I have one friend where she's like, I love that you have Christmas already figured out in July. I'm like, it's because I like buy gifts throughout the year. If I see even July, it's May. Oh, it's May. Why do I keep thinking it's July? No, this is the third time you've said that. (laughs) Y'all, I'm coasting right now. Woo. (laughs) Um, What did you find, Lauren, this week? Oh man. Um, I, I have been feeling like, just like, loved in the art world because i've had a lot more people reaching out to me asking if i do commissions even though i haven't been posting i do commissions yeah (laughs) which means a lot to me because it's it's one of those things i just feel i just don't have the time to do what i want and i know if i just do what i want i'll be really i'll be thriving in it if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because i work full-time because the capitalistic hellscape we are currently in makes it so getting a house is a, a really easy thing. So I got to do everything to kind mm-hmm. of save for one. So, but like I do everything I can on the side to like in my free time, I work on this podcast and I work on my own personal art and I do like art shows here and there, which take a lot of energy. So I'm trying to like, do more commission work so sooner than later i can shift to just doing my art stuff versus just working for the man you know feel that because i i have a nice job but i just want to make my own creative stuff all the time you know what i mean uh i feel like everyone's different with work i feel like some people just like going to work and like zoning out and doing simple tasks you know and some people really thrive in the corporate world and i'm just someone where i'm like i could thrive doing all my own stuff but i can't survive like there's like a little bit of a bending point and right now in our climate i can't afford that bending point with it sadly yeah i'm like oh so I have commissions. So if you guys check out my art account, I think what was the website? The lost world of Just shoot me a message if you like the art and want stuff. But that's like my alluring thing. I've I've had a lot more people reach out about, which has been like just really sweet. Like it means yeah. a lot to me that people like my art. Yeah, that's <laughs> Cause, awesome. Cause like anything from like I get when I make like my like more like pretty dreamy illustrations of like my girls 
like floating and stuff. Like everyone really likes that. But then I yeah. do like pinup Mothman and I'm like, do people like this? <laughs> I'm still going to make it, but pinup Mothman's the best. So <laughs> it's been the one selling out at my art shows lately. Maybe I need to reevaluate a few things. In my yeah. life. <laughs> just just fun good art stuff lately what are we talking about um this week oh my pictures i i do a lot of mermaid fins instead of legs which is pretty cool too oh speaking of legs (laughs) uh let's get into this week's episode do you want to read your little thingy before my cold open oh yeah so this was originally going to be a bonus episode because the first time, before Ryan, BR, um, these show notes were only one page, which is not enough for an episode block. I have to be like nine to 12 pages for one of our episodes. Plus, I was like, we got to talk about the Fresno Nightcrawlers, and you see them everywhere when it comes to cryptid art because they are an icon. Like... If they were a celebrity, they would be Harry Styles, and we all know that. So after taking a moment and using my new evolved research skills for podcasting, I was able to make it the minimum length requirement for an episode. So it is now an actual episode instead of just a short bonus one. Thank you. Thank you. Plus, I'm about to drag Ryan after he clapped for me. Uh, Team Folklore has been thriving on our Patreon, and all people have been voting for lately is folklore-inspired topics. And I felt pity on the poor, poor cryptid campsite. Listen, listen. We (laughs) are too busy spending our money on better camera gear to (laughs) photograph cryptids properly. (laughs) Than to pay for the page, and which I understand. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> well, I felt pity because I get it. You gotta get those new, nice, shiny cameras. So we got this lovely episode for y'all. Um, and then a reminder: if you are on our Patreon, any tier, you get to vote for our episode topics, and it could be three dollars a month. And now you get, like, a welcome kit if you join. So you get a vote. Maybe show your cryptid campsite pride that you got your new camera handy on hand. And you're like, you know what? I can send a a few bucks their way. So just think about patreon.com slash Lauren. Just just let it really resonate with y'all. Okay. Now to the show. Now to the show. Wandering the roads of Fresno, California at night is an extraterrestrial pair of pants strolling under the moonlight. It wanders and wanders with no known goal in sight, moving strangely in a position that appears to be upright. What the heck are we talking about? (laughs) So when on a late night stroll, you may see a bright, shining moon, an old, abandoned path, or even a dimly lit street. But if I told you that if you're exploring the West Coast, you could witness a pair of pants out for a late night stroll as well. Though it's unclear if they are vicious or not, we do know that they are quite shy, and if you do see them, they will continue their midnight walk like you aren't even there. 
This week, we'll be talking about the adorable Fresno Nightcrawlers. These extraterrestrials strolled into the hearts of many around 2011 in America's West Coast and is known as a cryptid art icon to this very day. So, for all our audio listeners, you can check out this week's illustration by going to our Instagram at Alorian Podcast, or you can go to our website, Alorian.com, and check out our blog um, for everyone watching on YouTube. This is the illustration. I drew a mama and a little baby Fresno Nightcrawler. Oh, guy. Look at how cute they are. Just floating in the jar without a care in the world. Oh, I love this one. And this one is like when I shifted my art style in my bottle. So it doesn't have all the glowy effects I kind of do now, but I still really like it. So here we are. So now. The Fresno Nightcrawlers are one of the newer cryptids to enter the American folklore scene, with the first documented sighting recorded in the 1990s. So, though this was the first recorded encounter of the cryptid, it's unclear its origins. There seems to be no history on these extraterrestrials, and though we have a few theories that it may be from Native American folklore, those have all been debunked. Without any clear history or origins, all we know is that the popularity of these creatures is a result of them being caught on film. So, in 2007, there were two major sightings of the spooky pants caught on film. The first was from a local who identified as Joseph. He noticed something unearthly captured on his front lawn surveillance camera one evening. He took it to the Univision television station in hopes to get an explanation for what was on the video. After the initial sighting, the original CCTV footage was lost. Naturally. Um, the, the only remaining footage is a grainy video recorded from a monitor. What? Naturally. That's crazy. <laughs> they had it's it. It's so weird that the footage just went missing like that. <laughs> just poof. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't long until another video would surface on a Yosemite Lake Park security camera of not one, but two of these creatures strolling through the park late at night. Mm. So, these videos quickly became popular amongst locals and resulted in many people asking questions along with more first-hand encounters during this time. Though there hasn't been much news about these creatures since then, and sightings have died down, there have been... They have become a cryptid pop culture icon amongst artists. So, I love this picture so much. It's so cute. <laughs> Again, we like show a bunch of pictures on our YouTube episodes. If you guys ever want to see the images, if you just like having images in the background as you listen to something and seeing our faces, it's the best place to go check it out. So, anyway, the Fresno Nightcrawlers, also known as the Fresno Aliens, get their name because it was spotted in Fresno, California. Nightcrawler is reference to the fact they've only been seen wandering around at night. And at times, it is referred to as the Fresno Alien because it's assumed to be an extraterrestrial due to its unearthly appearance. So now, not a lot on it, so we know what we need to. Now it's Ryan's turn, because he's got some stories for us all right um so before i dive into the settings it's important to know that the fresno nightcrawler is in fact a relatively new cryptid 
That being said, there are only a handful of eyewitness reports and security videos, which all of which are shot in 100 uh, pixel by 100. <laughs> um, these are shorter because they're mostly descriptions of what the scene is in the video clip. But if you want to watch these for yourself, go check out our blog post about this episode at alluring.com. All right. So this first one is 2007 um, in Jose, sorry, Jose Fresno video recording. So the one uh, Kimmy was talking about. Uh, during the night of 2007 in Fresno, California, a man by the name of Jose was woken up to the sudden sound of his dogs barking. Jose immediately checked the surveillance camera and observed his front lawn to see that his dogs were scared of the thing <laughs> pictured here uh, or on the blog if you're an audio listener. Um, for our audio listeners, it is a grainy photo of what looks like a pair of overly starched pants standing in a field. It looks like an old clothespin, like the ones with the little like circles at the top. Yeah. That's what it looks like. That's a very uh, grainy old clothespin. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I lost my spot. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um, that's when Jose saw something unexplainable. A white bipedal creature strolled along the front lawn and disappeared into the night. Flabbergasted by what he saw, he woke his brother and showed him the footage. His brother then went to investigate outside and pointed out that though the creature was long gone, it had left small footprints outside <laughs> on the lawn. Small little, little baby footprints. Um, unsure what this creature was, Jose wanted some answers and took the CCTV footage to the Fresno office of Univision and the Spanish language TV network. It wasn't long until investigators made their way to the house, only to find that the evidence was washed away, of course. And the original CCTV footage was lost, and the only recording remains is a grainy video recording of the monitor. So, <laughs> up next is a video that Kimmy... Um, posted so she said not to watch it and i didn't watch it but i did have the audio playing in the background while i was adding it to the slide <laughs> which kim did not realize there was audio on this video so i have uploaded it with the full audio for all of you to hear um for our audio listeners um this is a small white bipedal walking through a field <laughs> Making my way downtown. I, Ryan was like, did you hear? He's like, was there audio on those? I was like, oh no, you just have to like watch it. It's not an audio <laughs> thing. It's just a visual one. And he was like, do you need to go listen to the audio on the first one? And I was like, I don't remember it making like a weird sound when I watched videos about it before. And then I, I just had the most joyful giggle of my life because... Yeah. <laughs> That song just fills me with so much joy. <laughs> That's so funny to me that you didn't realize there was audio. I, I feel like sometimes we forget that Kimmy has a little hard time hearing in one ear. And sometimes Kimmy only <laughs> so you has... You were wearing a... the headphones yeah. on the one ear. Oh, no. <laughs> and I may be a little bit of an anxiety-ridden millennial. So I always have to... Like, it took me months to get comfortable doing both headphones for the podcast and ryan knows because yeah. he mm -hmm. saw it firsthand it like gave me so much anxiety 
But if I listen to music in my home, I always have one off. I yeah. So I just had the one off that mattered. And I'm a very mousy person, so my music's never more than, like, a quarter way out yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> well, you missed out on some great music. Hopefully we can have that playing. We'll find out when we upload the episode. We'll figure it out was, copyright. It's so. only 10 seconds. I'm sure we're fine. I think we're fine. I think it's, like, it was 20, like, a few years ago, like, 20 yeah. seconds. So Yeah, that's fine. Um, anyway, YouTube will flag us. They'll tell yeah. us if we're wrong. They like that feeling, so it's good. So um, next is a screenshot from the national park, which I actually Kimmy posted this photo, but I actually found a uh, color version oh. of this. Oh my um, god, <gasps> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so if you guys didn't know, uh, Peter Griffin with his legs going all the way up is in fact a Fresno <laughs> night crawler. Um, anyway, so in 2011, Yosemite Lake Park, um, though we don't know the exact date this happened, the video recording of this next encounter was posted on YouTube in April 2011 by UFO and gaming YouTuber DeVos X Life Aperior, who said it was security camera footage recording the month before by a retired friend of his who lived by Yosemite National Park, not far from Fresno. You just, uh, there we go. Okay, I could not focus. Those <laughs> legs were too, too perfect. All the way up. All the way up. <laughs> so, the footage shows two night crawlers walking side by side, one taller and much, and one much smaller, like a parent and a child. Yeah. They stroll down a paved pathway in and out of the frame. The user who posted the video says how he visited the location at his friend's request and took a daytime photo of the pathway from the vantage point of the security camera, placing a baby stroller on the pathway for scale. He then superimposed the video onto it to show the big, show that the taller night crawler is about the height of the stroller and the smaller one half as big. <laughs> so here is that video. Aww. I actually could not like them. Just going for a lovely midnight stroll i love it because it's like the parents walking in front and the little kid's like i'm coming and it's yeah. like taking bigger steps like doing its best you know mm -hmm. yeah, he like stops and catches up um yeah and so for our audio listeners again sorry this is a video heavy episode but it was uh the night crawlers just kind of casually uh strolling through a park very slowly just hanging out you know as people do in uh parks it's so cute. This is like, this is just such a cute little cryptid to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it so um, much. And then finally, we have uh, our final sighting. We need to travel overseas to Poland in August of 2017. An anonymous user posted a 35-second video titled The Fresno Nightcrawler Found in Poland. With no description and a few hashtags, the video is very shaky footage of what appears like a creature in very small, oh, and a very small one to the side seen in the Yosemite video. The camera is in infrared night mode and the figure moves in a very rigid and jagged motion. Uh, the video only appears for a few seconds and it seems to be very awkward, awkwardly walking in place. So here is that. Um, don't know what they're saying, so apologize if it's not great. Oh, yeah. This one was a little rough. Yeah, so it was just a dark room. And then... Oh! Oh, we got we got some sheets walking across <laughs> the screen. It's like Very tall, legs. like... 
Yeah. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just uh, just passing through. Yeah. So that one was not great. Um, and we have we have a brightened version here. That one, you know, I'd say undeniable uh, proof of the Fresno Nightcrawlers, but that's just me. Um, so yeah, I don't have any stories for you guys today, just these couple sightings. So we're going to jump to a quick commercial break and we'll be back very shortly. Don't go running off like the night crawlers. <laughs> hey campers, y'all know how we love to dive deep into the history of different legends and lore from around the world. And what better way to enjoy these tales than by also enjoying some international snacks and treats while you listen? That's where our sponsor, Try the World, comes in. Try the World sends out a box with 10 plus unique international snacks and treats from around the world, exploring new countries every month, with flavors from Spain, Japan, even Brazil, and so, so much more. So you can try global cuisines one country at a time from the comfort of your own home. And Try the World collaborates with cuisine experts and award-winning chefs to curate some of the most authentic, high-quality products from around the world. With them being such a great quality product, not only are they great for you, but they make a wonderful gift. And that's not all. Our listeners who subscribe today get a free box. So what are you waiting for? Start your international food journey today by going to our website, alluring.com sponsors, and click on the Try the World banner. Again, go to our website, alluring.com sponsors, and click on the Try the World banner today and start your international snack journey. Let's get back to our show. Welcome back, campers. We hope you enjoyed the little sponsor break. Uh, we are now going to talk about the appearance and some fun things associated with the Fresno Nightcrawler. Um, I used to say history, but in doing this more, it's become more of like a fun three facts associating to whatever yeah. we're talking about. So well, It's hard uh, to say history when it's from like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... <laughs> And I feel like I cover so much of the history and the origins, you know, yeah. like there's rare times when there's actual historic events tight, like tightly tied to a creature. Anyway, here we are. So the Fresno Nightcrawler stands at about five feet tall, um, 1.5 meters for our non-US listeners. And with most of their height being made up of their legs, like sexy old Peter Griffin. Uh, though a slender humanoid-like creature, this bipedal creature has no arms, no face, and seems to possess an extremely tiny upper body. Uh, they are extremely thin, a gray-white humanoid, and appear to have webbing connected from each knee to their torso. They also seem to have a short, thin, slit-like foot and walk in an unsettling wobble with their knees bending backwards. Don't like that. Um, now, if you're still having a hard time picturing it, just think of white child-sized sweatpants stumbling through the woods. Yep. That's it. That's exactly what this cryptid looks like. 
if you're like, there's no way, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> um, now, regarding his personality, we don't have like any information. Um, I think it's good, like straight up, because it's not hurting anyone. It's completely minding its business. It's just going for a walk. That's all it's doing. I'm going to hold my judgment until modern takes. Oh, God. Now look at them. They're pants. They're walking well, pants. What could well, be bad about that? See. I'm just saying. What about their history? <laughs> There's no history. <laughs> I don't need this. You'll see. You'll see. Their history, very good. They're modern. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even want to hear it. So <laughs> the press, yeah, it's no, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'll hold it in for now. The Fresno Nightcrawler is definitely one of a kind, but there are also rumors that a creature similar to it has been seen lurking around Ohio. It's always Ohio. <laughs> it's always Ohio. Are you guys okay? <laughs> Ohio. It's you know how I see it? I I see the states as children, right? And I feel like Ohio has just as much weird shit as the Florida, but Florida makes a way bigger deal about it. Like yeah. Ohio's like, oh, that's just a typical Tuesday. And then Florida's like, this is wild, you should pay attention to it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the difference. Ohio's just like holding on. To all their sanity, you know, and Florida's just letting it go. They yeah, don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, during the evening of December 12th in 2014, a 60-year-old Marine and his wife were driving near Carmel on their way home. After turning onto Carmel Road, they went around the curve by the Carmel Church and then up a small incline. That's when approximately 10 feet over the incline and in front of their truck, they saw what appeared to be a 7-foot-tall, 2.1-meter slender gray alien. The alien ran across the road in front of them and into the woods. What did you just post? You are in... Oh, my goodness. Ryan, you're just making all the memes for the danger. It's a danger map of Ohio (laughs) and your proximity to it. I think the episode, if you guys should take anything away, is that Ohio is just as dangerous as Florida, but they're way more chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, back to the sighting. Um, the tre- creature soon got the name Carmel Area Creature, and though different, possesses many similarities to the Fresno Nightcrawler. It has no arms and seems to be all legs. It's a bipedal creature and it's pale gray and white color and even has its knees bent in the same weird fashion. Um, the best way to explain it, you guys know what the Fresno Nightcrawler looks like, right? We got some white kid sweatpants strolling around. I like to think that this, the Carmel area creature, is like the Fresno Nightcrawler's hot tall athletic cousin yeah they're like joggers instead of sweatpants they're more tapered yeah have a (laughs) slightly better fit you know looks like got the broad kind of shoulders you know Mm -hmm. like everyone knows like 
that's what this cousin wants. This cousin is getting a scholarship in football. You know what yep. I mean? Like, that's the energy this picture is giving. <laughs> so now, one of the reasons the Carmel area creature could be mistaken for the Fresno Nightcrawlers is due to how popular this little cryptid was becoming. So... With the strange tape in hand, the Fresno office of Univision honestly had no idea what they were looking at. In an attempt to get some answers of what the hell was going on, they reached out to Camacho, a late-night paranormal radio show host of the show De Bellados. I said that way better like 10 minutes ago. That was embarrassing. We even practiced. We even practiced. <laughs> I'm trying so hard, you guys. Anyway, this... That's me butchering a Spanish word for today, and that translates to the sleepless ones. They ask him to review the tape and come on air to help explain if it was a ghost or not. After reviewing them, he told them he couldn't identify what it was because he had no idea. He even reached out to Jose, but he was too scared to even talk about what he saw that day. That wasn't until a few months later in February of 2008 when Jose reached back out to Kamacho. I, I keep saying that wrong, so I keep avoiding his name. Kamacho? Yeah, like, quick side thing. The reason I get stressed saying Spanish names is embarrassing thing, and I know my Brazilian ancestors are going to roll in their grave. One time in high school, I'll never forget, because I think it's the only time I felt slight embarrassment ever in my life. Um... My computer teacher, he had me, like, call the roll or something. He's like, can you just do it? I was like, sure, I don't care. And I got to a name, and I went, is Jesus here? And everyone <laughs> oh, no. died. And I was like, what? And he was like, it's Jesus. Like, the kid was nice. Like, that's what the teacher said, because he was a coach, right? He's like, it's yeah. Jesus, Kimberly. And I was like, man, I just telling you what i see you know i'm i'm white and lds right now i can't <laughs> and the jesus kid was so nice so I, whenever i see a spanish name i do get a little bit anxiety because i feel like i want to say it the whitest way possible <laughs> and you did and i did anyway he reached back out to the radio host to see if he learned anything <laughs> Anyway. So I'm just going to avoid the name altogether. Um, so after their phone conversation, he explained how he needed more information, and the radio host made his way out to Jose's house to investigate. But nothing came up, and he still couldn't explain what it was. He just knew it couldn't be a ghost. So the questions of what this creature was didn't stop here, though. In 2010, the paranormal TV show Fact or Faked did a segment on this video. The host dubbed it as the Fresno Nightcrawler and declared that the video was authentic and could not have been faked. This episode on national TV led to the Fresno Nightcrawler becoming a star in the public eye and the new face in the cryptozoology scene. And I like to think of the scene from that one movie you had me watch where it goes, please, I'm a star. <laughs> I'm a star. <laughs> um, so, I'm sorry, it. but fact or fake, I don't think they're allowed to make that call. <laughs> I'm going to be straight up with you. Um, 
because we have like three second videos and that's it. And I don't know who this Ben Hansen guy is or what like makes him the leading authority on what's real or what's fake, but I don't know, man. Man, I so this episode, I saw it when I was little Kimmy in Arizona. And it's kind of scared me. Like, I was genuinely scared by this. But little me was scared by absolutely everything. Like, I'm scared of my Care Bears at one point, you know? (laughs) I wasn't built for a tough, scary world. But I remember, like, they did a whole investigation where they, like, went to the guy's house and they set up cameras and they tried to make, like, a puppet that would mimic it and stuff. Yeah, and they said it it must be real because they couldn't like mimic the puppet in the same way or something like that. So it yeah. was really interesting. There was a another one um, where they used a Ouija board and it moved on its own. Um, but if you look, there was literally a string attached to it. <laughs> Stop. So there's that. <laughs> so, so just saying, you know, fact or faked. Um, might Take not it have it will. right. Yeah, I'll give you the correct information in my next segment. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm ready. So, um, now now on to our favorite, all our favorite, favorite, our favorite. I mean Ryan's favorite segment. Uh, it's time for is it science or the church? Yeah, I did my research here, and I know that we're talking science because <laughs> my next segment is also going to be scientific. So I'm just going to go with science. You know, I feel strongly about it. Yeah, I I guess you can have it. You know, this is what happens when I don't try to make it tricky. You just get these Mm -hmm. points. Well, and this one is based in science. So there's... You'll see. You'll see. We'll get to it. Oh, 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 okay. I just not your section. My section. (laughs) This is your section. Well, (laughs) you'll see. Was it? I'm the captain of this ship now. (laughs) And I will be. I will be taking over momentarily. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, let me let me do my little my little spiel before you you take over the ship. (laughs) So many have reviewed the footage, like the ones we've saw. And there's a theory that is not an alien, but a deer or a puppeteered hoax. Now, one theory is that it's actually just a deer on its hind legs walking about. (laughs) There isn't Mm. much to back this up, but it's giving the same energy as the creepy deer from Adventure Time that has the the (laughs) human hands. (laughs) I have Ugh. dreams about him sometimes. So creepy. We're like, I'll have dreams about him, and there's like everything in the dream is normal, and then I'll go like outside to do something, and he'll just be there, and he takes off his gloves and wiggles his hands, and I wake up, and I don't know what that means, <laughs> <laughs> and it really bothers me. Should go do a sleep study. That's a weird dream. There's a meaning behind it. I don't know what it is. I have very like normal, like I don't have really weird dreams they're very like everyday life stuff just like one thing's off here and there but that one always just like really really gets to me he just goes like that's the sound he makes too wiggles his fingers and then i just wake up (laughs) i'll never get it 
I'll never get what the universe is trying to tell me, but if someone can decipher dreams, man, please give me a sign. Um, anyway, next theory. Uh, it's nothing more than a puppet hoax. Um, it's believed in both of these videos, the Fresno Nightcrawlers are just puppets on strings being pulled across the screen. There is even a YouTuber by the name of Captain Disillusion, which is absolutely delightful, um, who shows how easy it is to recreate something similar by awkwardly walking around holding a watermelon and using digital manipulation to remove the top half of his body. Hilarious. Great. Accurate. 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> you guys, if you just look up Captain Disillusion Fresno video, you'll find it. It's so... Yeah. It will be in our blog too. He has um, all sorts of like debunking videos using like um, just video graphics. He's he's amazing. He's his personality reminds me a lot like Ryan. So is <laughs> <laughs> like a I like he wants to believe in this stuff if that makes sense. But yeah. like no one's giving him anything. Yeah. So he's just like. <sighs> I'm it's done. <laughs> So now, um, it is important to know that many people think um, this is the explanation for what the Fresno Nightcrawler is, but no one's been able to debunk the original videos or even recreate its same awkward strides. So there have been multiple videos after that were easy to dub as a hoax, but to this day, the original walking ones remain a mystery. Now, oh, sorry. And then here's a cute picture from one of our sponsors. Oh, yeah. That does cryptid plushies, 16% nation. Uh, if you go to our website and you click on the link, we get a little kickback and you get a cute little cryptid. So, so check it out. Cute. So cute. <laughs> oh, no. I see you All have right. a counterpoint. Well, so instead of modern takes today, I decided to counter Kimmy's argument of saying it's nothing but a scientific ho hoax and counter with uh, it's real. As seen in the documentary or science documentary Jimmy Neutron. Um, oh my god, that episode! Yep, oh, uh, definitely a very real show, not a cartoon. Um, so the Fresno Nightcrawler got me thinking about my favorite documentary growing up, Jimmy Neutron. So I will like to add to the record: the Fresno Nightcrawler is in fact based in science and not video editing. <laughs> Um, in the episode, When Pants Attack, Jimmy Neutron is too lazy to fold his pants, so he creates an AI pant that folds itself and puts itself away. But the pants go haywire and begin wreaking havoc on the town, and in Jimmy's words, are pure evil. <laughs> um, they're kicking over trash cans, they're jumping through windows, it was insane. Um, so I disagree with the fact that this video can be explained by fancy editing and say, in fact, the real event uh, Jimmy Neutron writers knew about, and it was, in fact, AI pants walking through a park that night. Stop it. <laughs> I, you just pulled out a memory I didn't even know I had. Like in this show, they they stop the AI pants by like rubbing their feet on the floor and shocking the pants so that they like short circuit. Man, I like I, real talk. I always like wanted to like Jimmy Neutron, but I just didn't. Well, this is the last episode. <laughs>
I I just feel there are so many other shows I just enjoyed, and I think it's just like the art style put me off, and I hated yeah. Jimmy's personality so much. Anger. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what to say about that. I know the only person I liked was the dude that really liked the um the robot. Oh, Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. He was the only him and the dad were like the only. That's fair. The only reason. Anyway, so that pulled out a weird memory. I was yeah. more of a Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's <laughs> fair. Studio Ghibli and Sailor Moon chick, yeah. So I, I know what you I'm know. I mean, about. science documentaries aren't for everybody. Fair. Um, so, fair. yeah. So that's the true story of the Fresno Nightcrawler. <laughs> there. there was, in fact, science involved, but not to make it a hoax. <laughs> so this is real. So... Yep, this is, this definitely is the real. One. Ignore the Nickelodeon sign at the top there. No doubt. Okay. Okay. Well, you've heard it here, folks. Um, so <laughs> now that we've we've uncovered that mystery, let's let's do announcements. Yeah, and don't touch that dial because we got some important things to say. It's time for the lore report. <laughs> so. I know it's been a while since we talked about this, but that's because I had to stop sending out the newsletter to focus on candle planning and marketing. But don't worry, the newsletter is back, people. Um, this is a really great way if you're not about the social media life, if you're more of like, you want like an email once a month to see what we're kind of up to, to get your episodes, to get updates. The newsletter is perfect for you. I make it all cute. Um, I do news updates. I do shop updates. I post all the episodes we have. If we do anything to Patreon, I post so you can go get your downloads from Patreon and see what we got that month. And I like to do like artist shout outs. So if you're listening to this and you make cryptid or folklore art of any form, like we've had a few candle makers. We had a few shirt designs. We've had a few art prints shoot us an email at alluring at gmail.com because I'd love to just throw you in the newsletter. And I think it's great because then uh, you're hitting people that are into the same stuff as us. So do that um, to join our newsletter. It's super easy. Go to alluring.com, go to the Alluring podcast listen page, and there's a direct link. All we need is your email. Easy peasy, a lemon squeezy. And then you get updates on all the joyful alluring things in the world and what could be better and we have some candle updates so we're recording this episode way before but when you're listening to this the candles will have been made and shipped out so make sure that you are keeping an eye on your mailbox so it's not just sitting in there because your mailbox is going to smell really good but i don't want you to miss your delivery because it's summertime people yes so do, do keep an eye, and we will send you shipping up again. They will have been shipped out by now, so you will have gotten your shipping information. But if you have any questions or issues, let us know. Um, and you know what? It is the last week. This episode's coming out the last week of the Alluring Summer Camp Bash. So you know what? Just because we love y'all, if you write a five-star review on iTunes... I will mail you a holographic podcast sticker. Um, do note, it takes 48 hours for a review to show up. So if you write it on your phone, just screenshot it 
and send it to us in an email at alluring at gmail.com and say summer camp bash sticker and you'll get a sticker from us and it's cool because then you get a sticker because you like to listen to our show and you wrote a review and that's like all the love and support which is great so i'll I'll do that little special for this last week of the month because we love y'all and finally, for all our listeners who are entering in our social media giveaway and want to get two additional bonus entries for each of your entries, simply go to our Instagram and do the following. Go to our Instagram, like and comment, and pick three emojis, which I'm going to let you know now, which in the last episode I said to use the camper emoji. We're going to mm-hmm. keep using that one. We're also going to use the roller coaster emoji, and we're going to use the fingernail emoji with the little paint (laughs) just to throw people off so they're like what the hell are these people talking about (laughs) but we know you know if you know you know you know and remember make sure you like like a bunch of them and then do the comments because then i'll see it yeah yeah make be loud come to our page make noise throw comments i'll see you and then you'll get your bonus entries for this stuff so just do it. Just do it, folks. You get, we have so many fun prints and stuff, and I've made all of them. So it's like cute little local artist stuff that you're getting, which is always yeah. fun. All right. Oh, oh God. Time, right. for, time for the alignment chart. Get to our alignment chart. Get out of here. I dare, first of all, how second, dare, and third, you. Because there is nothing evil about these. No, I don't. I don't Hear need. Hear me out. I based mine purely on the scientific evidence we have from Jimmy Neutron, boy genius, and he says, and I quote, "These pants are pure evil, just like that." And who am I? Who are you? Who is anyone to judge? The judgment of Jimmy Neutron, boy genius. The smartest brain of our generation gone too soon. (laughs) Gone too soon. I haven't seen his documentaries in a while, so I assume, you know. Oh, my dear Lord. Every day we stray further from God. And I... True. Thanks to Marilyn. (laughs) I can't. This is the most delightful charming non-binary strolling paradigm of pants i don't need i don't need to see your jimmy neutron science documentary facts i'm just telling you from my segment as i reach into just my segment this is a good potato they are good potatoes they're great answer me this kimmy why do you have it closer to neutral Because, like, they haven't really done anything to say if they're good or bad. You know what I mean? They're just vibing. Deep down, you know that I might just be right. I'm not going to maybe. No. 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 Maybe. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. You know? That's that's why. (laughs) He looks so disappointed. Well, you know. Not everyone believes in the science, so <laughs> a little disappointed in you, but that's all right. Oh, 
feel like I'm being dad stared down right now. Like yeah, a little bit. I'm not mad. Like, like I just, point. I just told my dad I was going to drop out of college four semesters <laughs> in, and he was like, "Yep, out of your Fresno just, Nightcrawler masters that you worked so hard on, <laughs> you just got to throw it all away. All away for what? <laughs> for what? Because <laughs> you believe in the good of people." <laughs> all right well anyway for all our audio listeners ryan put it as evil slightly Mm -hmm. chaotic slightly chaotic because i didn't really know if they have any rules they don't really get too deep into it in jimmy neutron but what we do know is pure evil and i put it as like a little bit good neutral yeah because we don't know a lot yeah, we do, but give me your modern take and get out of here with all this science Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> um, well takeaways. Yeah. What's your takeaway? <laughs> um Don't trust AI pants. <laughs> Okay, uh, don't trust the eye pants and what was their show? And fact or faked is oh. not a credible source. No, <laughs> don't use if you if you're in college or high school and you're writing a paper and sources cited, if you use fact or fake, worse than Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia has more credible sources. Yeah. Than Okay, well, that's this has been delightfully chaotic, so I think we can head out now. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. This has been alluring. You have an alluring day. Keep your eyes on your pants, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye! And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G dot com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.